Yo, what's up? Oh, look who it is. What's going? You know, man, I'm just over here fading back with the podcast. I got my boy right here with me. You already know Christian. Go ahead, christen this podcast with your elegance <laughs> and your and your your presence. Let it be known, man. What's up? Yo, that's a lot of pressure, and uh, <laughs> pressure makes. I felt, I felt pressure. That was a lot of pressure. <laughs> Yo, if you didn't know, now you know, baby. My name's Nico. I got right here with me Christian, and like I said before, and my boy Dami. Go ahead, let him know, Dami. Tell him, tell him who the Nigerian prince is around here. Yeah. So as you already said, Dami. So. Mm. Yeah, what's good, I guess. Yo, these are some WWE fucking entrance announcements. Let the stone cold, like, glass shatter right around y'all, man. I feel like I need to do a Jesus and Mero introduction. Yo, those are intense, bro. Hey, yo, it's your boy, Nico, a.k.a. the Tequila Tito, a.k.a. all your... Maybe mama's favorite daddy, aka. Yeah, it's it's intense. It's very <laughs> that shit is that shit's wild. It's man. fucking it's funny though. To be those guys with y'all eventually. Eventually. No, those are hilarious, man. Yo, man, they're just like so authentically Brooklyn. Like I don't know what it is, man. And they said they don't write a lot of their like uh I think I saw uh, um, I forgot what podcast they're on, but they were talking about how they went to some show and they were right. They were supposed to be writing, coming up with jokes overnight, and everybody uh-huh. like wrote shit down. But like they kind of just went in there and they just play off each other so well. Yeah, and they man. were just like, yeah, they just kept just just going. Oh, that's intense. Yeah, funny I, dudes. I mean, I heard from a very reliable source on the Breakfast Club that they're dick and pussy. So. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what y'all have been listening to. Nah, I'm just playing. That was the that's, most. That, that, that's the Bisquick Bandit uh, DJ Envy. I don't really aspire to be that. Oh guy. yeah, I don't know. That's that's so much. You could pull him off for Halloween. I'm not gonna lie. Thank Nico. you, thank you, thank you. You're far In too the kind. right, the right light. You do put off a little DJ Envy. Yo. <laughs> Listen, everybody out there, I think Dami has something against a light skinnedness. I'm not sure exactly what it is. Deep Yo, don't start this in like... race race war with me, man. <laughs> I got no problem with the light skin. <laughs> just... hey, I don't listen, know, maybe I... next to a Walmart lamp, you know, perfect light, you probably do throw off a little a little right. DJ envy. I told Dami, Drake, yo, dusted this dude push on, you know, I mean before before we get all down into it, uh, let me just preface this by saying this is going to be a beef-heavy um, rap podcast. I want to just throw that out there to them, you guys. You, you already know what it is. Man, I agree. I'm ready. All right. Let's beef. get right down beef. into it. Dami, would you do the honors in explaining to us um, for the podcast listeners out there, on the Faded Back podcast here, sort of the uh, the timeline. We don't even have to go all the way back deep into a few years ago. Let's just start from 
uh, the release date of Push's brand new album and go from there? Uh, well, I mean, yeah, I'm sure everyone already knows that. The I, actually, I don't even remember the exact. What was it? Last Friday that it dropped. Yeah, this Friday. So yeah, it was Friday. Um, so yeah, since I mean, but they've been going back and forth for a little bit. But mm. that one was that one was just through uh or kicked it off, and then Drake responded obviously on the same day, which I don't think he did it on the same day. Honestly, I feel like obviously it must have heard before. Like a couple of days before release, because they have release uh, yeah, release true. party. Yeah, there's no way. But a lot of people were thinking. But the way he moved, the way he like put it off though was still like the way he took just executed was fucking next level. Because he definitely he responded with some heat. But Pusha ain't nobody to play. With. I was still one of my friends that I felt like Pusha was kind of baiting them with the song. Honestly, yeah, I agree, dude. I agree, Christian. Uh, what did you think of For sure. Puss's album uh, titled Daytona? And what did you think of Infrared? Okay, so I sort of caught up on all the beefs in backwards chronological order. So, <laughs> okay. uh, Let's hear from your... Well, what, how did you figure this out? So I felt like you were telling me about the beef. No, you, you were texting me about Duppy. I listened to it, like, some of the lines were okay. I'm like, okay, I need to research this more. But I kind of got into the history, how it started, like, in 06 with Lil Wayne and kind of grew into this thing. And then I'm like, okay, that's weird. And then I heard Infrared. <laughs> no, 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 no. So I heard... What's, what's the latest one? Uh, Story of Adidon? Yeah. Yeah, so I heard Story of Adidon. I was like, whoa, this is crazy. And yeah, like, she was slaughter. So, so much more devastating than Duppy. I was like, he's talking about going surgical. I'm just like, how is this happening? And then I went back to infrared. I'm like, underwhelmed. I feel like he was baiting him, like he said. And then I listened to Daytona. I'm like, oh, damn. Fuck Heck yeah. So, body gone, man. It was, I, so, like, so like, like, like it was said, you know, um, Push's album, Daytona dropped last Friday. Infrared was the final uh, track on that album, um, which took a few sublim- like subtle, subliminal, whatever you want to call it, type shots at Drake and uh, and uh, Baby. You know, um, obviously Drake, he's a part of uh, the label that's known as uh, Cash Money, um, Young Money Records, um, which is um, Baby's Baby's product out there. And, you know, I mean, as far as Push goes, he's also a part of another label, too, uh, called Good Music. Hmm. Yeah. But honestly, I just didn't think Push was going to go, like, talk about 40 and then talk about his mom. Like, he was Well, let's get right into it, then. Push didn't give a shit. (laughs) So... So first things first, you know, um, Duppy came out Friday night, which to me, I thought, <laughs> like you said, Dami, it had to have been written beforehand. But knowing that uh, Dude's album was about to drop, you decide to go ahead and drop release release the diss track the day of his release date. To me, yeah. I was like, that's dirty, man. Like, 
No, it kind of has to. That, I I thought that was very. I thought that was, yeah, that was dirty. But I thought that was a very smart. No, movie. I I aspire to be that dirty one day. <laughs> like you don't understand how how much like I hold Drake up to that to that scale to that weight to be like, damn, you you took it upon yourself to go ahead and dead his entire album, which I believe to be you know one of the classics that we've had this year so far. You know, uh, granted. His album's really nice. Um, but to have somebody just straight up set Twitter world on fire, fire or the whole Twitter verse was talking about Duppy, like, oh, Drake just straight up demolished Push. For Push to drop this, like, Push didn't even have to release the song that day. Like, other people were trying to say he needed to. No, Push... Yeah waited he he didn't mind it he took a couple sips of whatever he was sipping on that night he's like you know what i'll hit this up later he had his memorial day weekend and he came back strong and Donnie, i gotta <laughs> say man he went i'm in. so proud of push for doing this stuff at the ate, way that he did it. ate some food at the barbecue you know what i mean you know spent what I mean? time with the fam you know Came back now. I'm but I, like I said, man. I feel like the they were already calculated. Like I feel like both ways, man. They've already kind of like to. planned it like way ahead, and it's just yeah, it's just like strategy with those two. That's also one of my friends, uh, Drew, because he's like a <laughs> the dude's a huge Drake fan, and I was telling him that mm. it's not like the Meek right. and Drake beef because you know right. Meek was kind of just doing whatever, but this one Push has been like. Going at him for years, you know what? Like and I believe Wayne that and everybody. Sort of the comparison of the two beefs that we've seen Drake be a part of so far with Meek and Push is kind of unfair for Meek to be um, considered in the same light as what Push is doing, right? Push does this, man. Um, yeah, but I mean, Meek also in his own rights, he's also really, really good too. So. You're right, but he's no. But well, you're right. Though, he's not push. Yeah, it's not. He's not push a level. It's like, like lightweight, <laughs> and then push is like okay, come step into the ring with the big dogs. Push been rap. Push been rapping about coke for so many different ways for the last like <laughs> 10, ten, who knows how many years now. Like Yo. he's just been rapping about fucking. Coke for so long is a different way. Yeah, I mean, his cousin said <laughs> that he got it from his brother, that he got from him. I mean, what? Yeah. Like, because his cousin's the other one in clips, right? So, yeah. Drake even said there's no malice in his heart. Like, that's I just... see, man. I feel like Push is just a little bit older. And he's just—he's not in his feelings as much much as Drake is, because you know Drake is known to be emotional about these kinds. You know of that's <laughs> that's fair. That's fair, Christian. Because Drake's like what twenty nine? Yeah. He's young, well, man. yeah, he's pretty young. But I mean, Drake—I feel like Drake's always been. Almost sometimes I feel like Drake's always been carried that on his show that way. He always has to kind of react to everything in a sense because he's kind of proven, always wanting to prove some sort of point. Being on uh, a light skin, I guess, or he's light skin, uh, Canadian he's rapper. It's always something that he kind of has to keep proving that, like, we always have to prove right. our worth, you know, as far as like the strength that we hold inside. I mean, like, he, it's something that you won't understand. Wait, you know, I don't know how you understand, Nico. White people <laughs> look at me, Dami, and they think I'm a pushover. Dami, they'll look at you and they'll 
put their head down and keep walking. Like, yeah, you know what's funny that I've been doing <laughs> randomly is uh, when I'm at like uh, just when I'm going somewhere or I'm in a, any sort of hallway or like the stuff white people would do to when someone is walking, like it could be black or anybody of color walking, where they'll start acting sketch. I start doing that to them. And it's just to, just to like pass the little ten seconds that I'm walking by, but it's pretty funny though. Just if the person is like, if I can already get the vibe that the person is that type of you know person where you know, I don't know, but it's it's no. funny when it happens. <laughs> yo, I swear, it's I I got friends that hit me up um, that say like, yo, this this old lady just started gripping her purse when I walked by her. Should I feel bad about my life? Like. It's just, it's just not that's, even fair. That's a strong text. <laughs> it's, just, it's just not even fair. Um, the things that, you know, young males have to go through at times that, you know, hold their color uh, relevant in the skin, you know. Um, but, you know, aside from it all, like you said, yeah, Drake does have quite a few feelings uh, that he wears along his sleeve. And Push straight up, like, went in directly like not indirectly, but inside of him directly, like at him. Yeah, know? yeah. I did not know about the that he had a kid with that uh, porn star though. Or I don't know if she's necessarily a porn star, but I, I, I just didn't know about like the old kid thing like that much until. Well, so explain it to the listeners. <laughs> kind of. I just said I just didn't honestly I didn't know much about it until the push was like. Kind of talk, but like I knew there was some people were talking about Drake right. advocate or something, but I didn't know he had it with that, and it was with that chick or whatever. So I was like, "How the fuck does Push know all?" I like beef, I guess, man. I'm like, "How the fuck do these motherfuckers know all these things?" I feel like he's got a lot of tricks up his sleeve, man. Yeah, but like somebody, do you think somebody's out there just like snitching from one camp to another, or because there's I'm no sure way he pushes off? But I'm sure he just has a lot of dirt on him. I feel like. Drake has more skeletons than uh, Pusher does. Oh, for sure. Like, how do people... I had never seen that picture before until that, too. Like, I never came across uh, him doing blackface or anything like that. Mm, 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 mm. And that was that was what I believed to be... On the Breakfast Club this morning. Well, I believed that to have been, like, something photoshopped or that, that maybe Push had gotten somebody to put blackface on for that reason. Somebody who That's what I thought, like yeah. But... I don't know, man. It looked, no, but no, no, no. That was my initial reaction, Christian. But that ended up actually being Drake. Like, that's what's funny. Like, after that night, Push even released a link, like on his Twitter or or on his uh Instagram account. Like, yo, y'all want to call this art, but this is actually a photograph I got. Yo, check out this link right here, and he sent it out to everybody. That's that's cerebral as fuck, dog. I mean, honestly, when Drake posted that invoice, um, it was probably just, I, I don't know. Because <laughs> Drake took it to another level of petty after that. and then, But that shit was hilarious, though. Him, like, coming up with that whole invoice. I think it's going to, Drake is a big Battle Rap fan. I was watching something and they were talking about that. So he's probably, probably going to come back with something pretty Yo, Dami, pretty that, invoice, I- the, that invoice actually said um, for payment to help revive careers. Yeah, that's shit. That's what I'm saying. He took it to it. Like, so people were... He's already revived his career. Yeah, for sure. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> he Yo, like- so um, there was actually a story I'd like everybody to hear about. Uh, you know, coming from Black Sports Online, 
Um, I ended up getting this right before the podcast, um, talking about Drake's baby mama and why why did why did Puss straight up say acting like Border Patrol talking about Drake and his son, who he's not letting be seen or whatever. Well it turns out Sophie is not actually in the States right now. She was married to someone in the States for her green card, right? Where's she from again? Dude, I have no clue, man. I didn't I have no clue what the chick's from or anything about her. You're no, so we're talking about Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like learning about because like I said, I didn't even know he had a kid with the chick. I just knew people were talking about Drake's kid or somewhere or something, but I had no clue who he had it all. I wasn't. Yeah, all right, all right. So straight up, straight up, straight up. So here's here's the here's the reporting right here. So Sophie was concerned. Hot news. Sophie was concerned because she didn't know who the baby daddy was. Listen to this list, y'all. Let me let me go ahead and roll out the red carpet for these motherfuckers right here. Okay, so it could have been ASAP Rocky. James Harden, Iman Shumpert, or straight up the Beyonce backup dancer she was saying. Which, honestly, I feel like, yo, if you're that dude, at least you got your name out there while you still can. Um, shout out to the Beyonce backup dancer that she was seeing. But well, she yeah. was ecstatic. <laughs> it came out. up. That list I was not up. expecting of Beyonce backup dancer. And it wasn't, and his, and it wasn't his baby neither. Yeah, but, so is this still alleged? Like nobody knows if it's Drake's baby for sure. Or? No, she found out. It oh. was uh, she was ecstatic apparently that it was Drake. This is uh, from Black Sports Online. In the end, she really thought it was either ASAP or Drake's son, but was praying it was Drake's. Drake sincerely thought it was someone else's kid, but because she had been with so many guys in the period of time, once the DNA confirmed it was God. his, once the DNA confirmation happened he made her sign a confidentiality agreement he isn't as bad as Pusha T is making him out to be he is just dealing with the fact that he has a baby with a porn star that sees him as a check okay damn I mean ASAP Rocky knew everything that was going on ASAP Rocky knew everything. He was still seeing Sophie even while she was pregnant. Everyone knew that she thought Drake was the father, but ASAP confirmed 100% true to Pusha T, who decided to use that information in the song. Oh my God. Dami, who's dry snitching here? I don't know, but how the fuck does that person know that ASAP did? And why is a site called Black Sports reporting about <laughs> Drake? <laughs> that shit is everywhere. <laughs> I gotta watch the forever video again to look up some clues and shit. <laughs> right? This all dates back. <laughs> that's Yo, crazy, though. That's intense. That's some intense reporting you did there, man. Or you know? delve into that one. But I had no clue that was a whole list Woo! of you right, know, so people to, Yo. to snag there. Yo. Push says that Drake was acting like Border Patrol for a reason. The reason why is because Sophie isn't actually allowed in the States. So Drake's telling him that she's not allowed in the States. Push says, why are you acting like Border Patrol? Oh why is she not allowed in the States? And that's a hard bar, but why is oh she not allowed in the God. States? 
This shit goes deeper, man. Deeper than rap, son. And why did why did Push have to straight up like unload the entire clip on the like the first reply back? Because that's probably not the entire clip. That's what I'm saying. It's it's crazy how much more shit. That's why it's interesting to see what Drake will probably do, but he kind of has to. He kind of has to reply because he is dropping an album in a couple weeks. So, all right, just somebody go down the list as far as what what Push actually alleged or said about Drake throughout the entire everything. He said everything. Did he though? Everything we know so far. I love for sure. <laughs> Just imagine how, how, yeah, how, how much shit it probably. What if it's bluffing though, right? But obviously he's not. But just imagine I how funny not. that would be. Let's hope not. I've well, always like, <laughs> yo, I hope Push is paying so many different reporters to get back with him on everything. Yeah, he did a, he did a, he did an interview with Flex, I think, and he he was saying that he, I think he's really convinced that Drake does not write anything. Like at all, Damn. he said something know. about Maybe like a percent. He, I mean, yeah, but he was also probably just fucking, uh, just trying to drag him. But he was like, yeah, you know, he's sitting there watching cable, and six people are doing what they do. He goes in and lays it out, and just lays it down. And I'm like, this dude literally is not. He's just not giving any respect. Like he's, you know, like he writes anything <laughs> just because of the the reference tracks. He said, yeah. Because it was like the reference tracks just kind of did it for him. <laughs> I was well, like, Drake writes. He obviously writes it. He writes this stuff. But I don't know to the extent of what he writes. But to say the guy doesn't write at all is kind of, you know, absurd. But I mean, is writing the most important part of a performer? Well, it depends, though. Because, like, people like to say hip-hop is not like every other genre. You know what I mean? Like, it's just supposed to be so personal because I always started you know because it started as a kind of like a voice for what's going on and yada yada so it's like hip hop supposed to be kind of a personal thing so it's a little more because when an R&B singer Beyonce nobody cares that she doesn't write her music right you know it's kind of like an instrument like with her voice Beyonce for no offense to different. her Dami is an instrument and she knows her voice man you know, she's she's obviously gotten uh, quite a few different talented writers um, to go ahead and give her freestyles though. Like she was free, like a lot of partition was her freestyling. Yeah, but that's an art in and of itself, right? You guys like yeah. to put together a great song or a great track or even a great album for that matter. You know, it may be a collective, and to be honest with y'all, as long as it's great music, like I'm for it, but. When it comes to rap, if 100% of your bars are being written for you, then you're not a rapper, right? You're a pop star. You're a pop star. Right. But who says, who even says, like, what's the, I don't, I mean, I don't care who writes or who doesn't write. Like, you just listen to who you want to listen to. But if you're talking about who who's the best, blah, 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 I guess that's where that conversation comes in. Is mm-hmm. that you're saying? Best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only part that I start caring about it. But because if you really think about it, there's a lot of people that like even just watching that Pusha T interview, he was basically saying that mm-hmm. Kanye gets a lot of help too in a weird yeah. way. Like he was kind of just, but I was just just thinking like, damn, I grew up on Kanye, never even thinking 
he had any sort of writers. Then when I started hearing that, you know, years back, I was like, blah, blah, blah. But then the more, I just keep thinking, like, then Kanye probably does work with a lot of people. Um, but I don't know the extent to what the soul writing thing is. Like, I don't know if people just drop enough lyrics like his homework at fucking school and shit, and he's just reciting them. Or if they're both just... Like, I feel it's all collaborative, but people just don't want anybody helping you, basically. How about this? I- what about, what if, what if, you know how Kid Cudi, how we've talked about prior, Kid Cudi, a uh, good, good music label artist, um, how he's sort of gone off the deep end a little bit, in a way, since his debut album, um, Man on the Moon? You guys know what I'm talking about? Well, expand on that. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You guys, you guys do, you guys know who Kid Cudi is, though. No, 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 no. Of all course. Right, all right, is it the jazz musician? Oh, Damn, God. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> of course, it's this study, bro. You guys, we're talking about rappers, you know, having lyrics written for them or whatever. What if the reason Kid Cudi went off the deep end was because he had to sign a confidentiality agreement for uh, writing 808s and Heartbreaks and part of my dark twisted fantasy and he couldn't get any of the pleasure that he deserved quite frankly for writing half of the stuff that Kanye was rapping about and gaining all that money all that endorsement deals and everything else man I swear to god Quentin Miller just dropped this this track called Destiny um just yesterday oh nobody cares man I don't know why he would do that Quentin Miller's crying out <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on. Quentin Miller's crying out to the public, trying to say, "Hey, man, you know, Ew, you that's such a stupid about, move. <laughs> you guys are talking about Drake. You guys are talking about, you know, push. You guys are talking about this and that. All these mother, don't use me as a prop, damn it. And it's like, listen, dog, like, <laughs> I got a tape dropping though. I mean, two exactly. weeks. <laughs> that's the link. <laughs> It's like, we like to tell people that you wrote all of Drake's stuff, man. Don't ruin this about yourself. Don't make this about yourself. We didn't care <laughs> that it was about it's yourself. It's just like, who? It's just, I just don't even know why he would even do that. Like, nobody is. <laughs> who go sit down somewhere quick? Maybe yeah, a exactly. little bit, but right write now. write some more lyrics, man. Drake's you know, waiting. Big, you're an object. He's waiting for his next diss track. Man. I'll quit. It's so quick. Yeah, it's just like, dude. Come on, man. Maybe a little bit quick. And we, we're kind of dealing with something right now, but. I mean, I don't know. The bigger question for Kid Cudi is, who do you blame when you sign up? I mean, he signed the damn thing, so shit, man. You know what you're. You, I mean, I obviously I can't blame. I don't know the situation. Obviously, it helped him out a lot. But if you're gonna, I feel like after a while you will get tired of that, man. If you're a creative person that keeps creating and you can't get no credit for it, I you can imagine no that shit would it. drive you crazy. So I don't see why these dudes do that shit for that long. Like, just they have I mean, to get the check cut. That's it. I feel you, but you it can get it to, like, to well, I'm talking about the Kid Cudi thing. Like, he stayed because obviously he left oh, after he a little bit, but Kanye he stayed for a little while. Him. I'm sure. Yo, I'm Kanye, sure Kanye was in the hole for money because he owed so many people all of their lyrics. But isn't that crazy to anybody? Well, for me, I guess I guess all the people kind of knew Kanye was not really doing all this shit. But push, for me, I was thinking he, he was doing most of it. He paid kid. No, I'm just playing. I don't know any of the stuff that I'm alleging, y'all. Please don't listen to me. Um, I just read. I, I mean, I just think Kanye. I think he does get a lot of help, honestly. But but even if he does, let me tell you this though, Dami. Nobody. Well, I can't say nobody. 
most of his production, though, is all on him. And Daytona was produced impeccably well. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm not even... Don't get confused. I'm still... I'm glad he... However, because the music comes out great, so I can't... You know, it's just... I just... I'm just realizing that... Absolutely. My young self listening to Kanye used to just always think, like, yo, this dude is quick, because I just thought it was off of him. For all you listeners out there, Dami right here is a straight-up stan when it comes to Kanye West. I'm not... I'm not a legend that he doesn't like. I'm saying this, though. To bring it back, I'm not. the point back. All the way around, back to the album that just dropped this weekend. Kanye West produced the hell out of Daytona. Like, every track on there. Well, all seven and 20 minutes of the track tracks that was actually included. But I'm not going to get into that. Seven, seven tracks, 20 minutes. You know, the world around here doesn't have all the attention span for a long, you know, views or, you know, all that other stuff, man. This whole 24-track album release, whatever. The seven songs that he dropped, though, were fantastic. Did you guys happen to go ahead and listen back to Daytona? Not all the way. I had another time today. Dami, you listen to Daytona. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was um, it was like yeah, like you said, it was really good. It was and Kanye did fucking do his thing on it, but push it. The song with Rick Ross, it was just I kept listening to it over and over. It was it was really good, but it's it's Pusha T man. He always gives that shot like Charlamagne said, quality drug (laughs) drug raps, like high high intense. (laughs) He gave us seven tracks. So we can fiend for the next album, just like all the coke rap that he gives, man. If you know, you know, amazing. The games we play, hard piano, like you said, Dami, referencing Rick Ross's first. Comeback, baby. Santeria is amazing. What would Meek do featuring one Kanye West and the subliminal disses in infrared? Great album. If you guys haven't listened to it yet, go ahead. It's out there to stream on Spotify, Apple Music. Go out wherever you can buy CDs. I don't know where you can buy CDs anymore because apparently CDs. Best Buy is not selling CDs. But Nah, I heard a lot of places <laughs> are going to cut that off. That's crazy. Walmart, I guess. <laughs> nah, man. Walmart always gives you the uh, edited versions. So, uh, yeah. Hey, yo, you're right. Shout out to kids. If you're buying the edit versions, shout out to those guys that are still buying Walmart uh, CDs. Hey, I have to admit, I accidentally bought the edited version of To Pimp a Butterfly from Walmart, and I didn't realize like, I smoked my car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shout out to you, Christian. <laughs> I'm that dude. Damn, I wonder what that, was, what that sounds like listening to that. That uh, type of album N-E-G-U-S. with no curse words. The whole song didn't make any sense. N-E-G-U-S. I'm like, just say it. <laughs> Yo, that's just like, say the word, Kendrick. Fuck. That's like looking at... No, it sounds so weird edited. That's man. like Van like, Gogh's like paintings in a, a written in crayons. So, <laughs> straight up. Hey, um, I want to yeah. go ahead and get into the next topic. Let me go ahead and give us a break. Yo, you're with us on the Faded Back podcast. Yo, stay with us. We got more for you. 
in the next round. Let's go. Wait, are we taking a break? Yo, what's up? Shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. For uh, Dami? Yeah, you already know. Uh, the Faded Bag Podcast is brought to you by Faded Response. That's www.faydresponse.com. I just had the same plug, <laughs> I was, Dami. I was wondering if you were going to spell the whole thing. Yes, sir. But... <laughs> <laughs> yo, <laughs> yo, speaking of which, I got these great t-shirts in just last week from my boy, uh, Faded Response. Yo, check it out, man. Uh, let's get right into it, Dami. Yo, I don't know if you know who Roseanne Barr actually is or was back in our childhood. Might have been even before your time, Dami, and I'm not even singling you out. What I'm doing here is choice. In the opinion and the fact of the matter that which it stands as it does today correctly is that Roseanne Barr is a straight up racist. <laughs> Yo, know, you guys saw the picture she posted a while ago, right? About or she didn't post it, but it came out when she was dressed as Hitler with some burn like gingerbread cookies, yeah. <laughs> so but when, she's Jewish too. She's just purposely provocative. Yo, if you're self-hating yourself and you're Jewish at the same time, then who do you love? I don't know. I I don't know. Is she just doing... Does she just do shit like that just because or... Out of satire? I don't think she loves herself. Like, I don't know. I don't know. It's very... It's just deeply weird. But, you know, comedians always push the... They always try to, like, you know, push the... um, Push buttons and shit. But I don't think... No, no, I'm saying, yeah, I don't think this is that. I think she's definitely... On some other shit, cause but it's yo, just... she straight up blamed everything on Ambient today, Dami, and uh... on CNN, uh, a spokesperson um walk, you know, went up to CNN to speak on behalf of Ambient, and what they said is that there's multiple different uh, side effects from using Ambient, but one of them is not in fact racism. <laughs> Maybe she felt less inhibited. Diarrhea, maybe, but no reason. <laughs> I hope he walked up to CNN and was and just name dropped every single side effect and was like, "Not one of them says racism." Yeah, I've been seeing a lot of people online um, bring up like other people of like they're not white that they're saying they're uh, working in the media that or like networks that ABC own that are racist or whatever. But I'm like, a lot of people, I just feel like automatically feel like they have to defend her because they, because she, because people are saying she's, yeah, you know, people are saying she's racist and it has to be like, it's not racist. There's a lot of people that have the U.S. flag as the emoji of the people that are like, you know, commenting (laughs) on it. But I'm not, no, because obviously we all all respect the flag because I'll be stupid not to. But I'm just saying, people just feel like, but I'm like, when do we start just talking shit about people for just being an asshole? Like, she was just being an a- like, she's an asshole. See, racist, you don't have to necessarily defend it. If the person was black and they're an asshole, I mean, R. Kelly's a dickhead. You don't got to defend them. 
but can, can we can we can we talk about the, the 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 fact that we as a people on Twitter can just destroy anyone's lifestyle or career or whatever it takes? Like it's so weird, and I'm whispering this because I don't want to offend anyone out there that may. <laughs> come after my Twitter account and just destroy everything that I hope and love out there. Like it is I so anxiety about that, man. Like, crazy. Your body. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. Could you guys be, you guys think you'd be famous. Do you think you're clean enough to, to be uh, like famous uh, yeah. as fuck? I think I'd be good. So yeah. You, think, you can never find, you can never quantity. find any dirt on Christian at all. Like nobody could be like 10 years from now, pull out, Wait, Yo, whoa, Christian, whoa. remember 2005? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Christian has an entire Filipino mafia behind him, Dami. Don't mess with U.S. Navy Filipino mafia, bro. That, that's set for life. That's good to know. It's good to know. <laughs> so, yeah, it's crazy. Like, you know, a couple weeks ago, we had spoken about this uh, lawyer out in New York in Manhattan area that – um you know, uh, was speaking volumes on behalf of America that people shouldn't be allowed to be speaking in his presence a different language other than English. Like, it one day he was a viral video, and the next day, oh well, well for like that matter, it's not day. just a viral video, but a guy who who was a lawyer, um, who was actually, if you look into his his um, business um, model, he was actually portraying himself to be a Spanish-speaking person um, to the next day being ousted as, like, the most predominantly racist person in all of New York. All of New York, Tommy. <laughs> yeah, so that, 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 that lawyer guy was a little... I don't know. Well, People are weird. Go on, Christian, my bad. I just think it's weird, like, when you dig into, um, like, Aaron Schlossberg's past, you see, like, all these videos of him being racist at these rallies and stuff. But the thing is, like, with Roseanne, she has a long history of this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Still got the... the Tell them. So it's like, I saw this tweet that said, like, they didn't fire... Ro- ABC didn't ro- uh, fire Roseanne because she's racist. Like, she just wasn't... Like, the racism wasn't just under the surface enough for them to profit off of it. And it's like, yeah, it kind of rings true because it really is just a business decision for these people. Like they already, like she's, uh, she was calling women apes uh, since like 2013. Yo, Rosanne out here wilding, man. And it's like, yo. I can't handle that. Yeah, like, I'm never on well, that side of Twitter. It doesn't matter if there's skeletons in the closet. Like, some people will still try to profit off That's you know? true. You know what? And, um, oh, that's you know. That's so crazy, man. That's just a dark time. ABC was, <laughs> they were profiting. You know, um, the debut of Roseanne's um, reboot this year, you know, grossed quite a few uh, vi- viewers. And, in fact, in the climate that our country stands in which there are quite a few conservatives out there who would rather like to be heard. Um, Roseanne was that voice for them. You know, anybody watched even... the show before? Like when it was on? Did you guys watch it before? When I was a kid, I did. 
Christian, did you? Did I watch Roseanne? At yeah. all. Oh, yeah. For sure. You know, I was there for the John Goodman, but uh, other than that... Um, yeah. No. <laughs> I, I honestly didn't watch it any time uh, before then or, or thereafter uh, the debut or, like, the beginning of it, really. Um, not even the debut this year. No. I didn't want to have anything to do with it personally, Dami. But um, No, I just heard... I was going to ask because I heard it was, like, huge numbers because I was wondering, was it... Because I, I like never really saw much when, when it canceled. I just was wondering why it had such huge mm-hmm. numbers for, like, coming back. Because of the know. climate. Because of uh, what it stands for. Yeah. Um, you know, the ABC has, has different shows like, uh, um, what is it? Uh, the Modern Family, where it has a gay couple uh, married together. Um, and also, you know, they, they have an Asian daughter. They they also have Blackish, which uh, portrays uh, a rich Black family, might I add, but nonetheless a Black <laughs> family, um, which I, I could get into as far as how how relatable that show actually can be. Um, but eh, either way, and then um, the other show that I'd like to point out that ABC also does put out there is uh, Fresh Off the Boat. Now you're adding. A conservative show like Roseanne, Dami, to that lineup, um, fresh off the boat, might I add, was a family of, I want to say, Korean? Would I be right? Um, I, don't, I haven't watched it. No, it's I just hilarious. saw previews of it. I saw previews of it, but I'm if not you know, sure is, what if you part guys of watch it. <laughs> hit me up. It's hilarious. But Asian, an Asian family um, in Living in America, which... You know, that's quite a, uh, uh, an abundance of differentness in your lineup. And then you decide to abundantly, you know, uh, cater towards the conservative. Um, you got to have balance. You definitely have to have balance, right, Dami? <laughs> uh, well, apparently you gotta take not. take the with so the yang. Because Roseanne, uh, her reboot is canceled as of today from ABC Network. I think so. You guys think someone else will pick her up? Like, another network might pick it up or anything like that? You're joking with me, right? <laughs> no. Fox News. Fox <laughs> Fox is, like, chomping at the I'd have to Fox with friends. I know. Fox is so excited, dummy. Like, they don't want to be so exclusively excited that they're signing up for Roseanne's show the day of the cancellation. But they're going to wait it out for about a week. And then they're going to call up Roseanne and be like, yo, we have some space in, you know, primetime area if you're willing to choose so much as to uh, come over. Like, they're they're happy that Roseanne's available. Roseanne. Roseanne was out here wild in 2018. Mm, 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 mm. But think about how hypocritical it is that, like, just a week ago, these conservatives were getting mad that the the NFL players are kneeling. <laughs> oh yeah, Dang. utilize them if they don't uh, if they don't stand during the national anthem. Like, Yo, that's thoughts? a business practicing their rights and their employees. And then now it's just like, why did they cancel Roseanne? She got yeah, you know what I mean. It's I don't know. It it's intense. They don't have. I don't know what that whole thing is about. Uh, athletes not having any sort of 
It's almost like just like, yeah, shut up and do whatever you do and play your sport. You, but everybody's human. You have the same fucking rights as they do. They can yeah. talk about it's everybody's country. Like they can talk about whatever the fuck they want, honestly. But I you're you're so right. People were uh saying that shit about the flag last week and then now it's people just pick and choose what they care about depending on how it plays to their whatever they're going for at the moment. So for those guys out there, Dami and Christian, for those guys who have so many issues that they pick to choose from with the NFL players that kneel or sit or don't stand for the anthem, you know, I've heard a lot of choice words about those guys saying that you get paid millions of dollars, you should have to stand. But I'd like to ask where those millions of dollars are coming from, and if you're not the one that's handing the millions of dollars over to that player, then should you be allowed to even partake in the choices that depend on what they have to do or have not to do um, in those circumstances? Like, Uh, I can agree that the owners are in charge and that it's their organization and they can all vote on what has to happen in their own rights. But as far as everybody else is concerned, um, you could leave your feelings at home and just watch the sport for what it does, what it is for you as entertainment. Yeah, I mean, I don't... What do you guys think about that? Because you guys served or... Uh, actually, you're still serving. You, are you both still serving? Are you still serving, Christian? I've I've been out for three years. Oh, word. Okay. Would you oh, like to sure. go ahead and set off a little bit of uh, what we like to call, uh, Christian, the post-service rant? If you please. <laughs> Man, I could go on that for days. But like, what do you want to? What do you want me to? Go ahead and just on? tell us how you felt about the. No, I just yeah, just your opinion about on the about whole... the initial um, kneeling of the anthem and the backlash opposed to it, and then also what it means today when the ruling in the NFL concerns uh, the players. Oh, I, well, think I was trying... the people that just like try to say like you know. Just shut up and play. I'm I'm too I'm above whatever yeah. thing you're trying to protest. Like it's just very uh, dehumanizing, you know? Because these right. are million dollar these players are worth millions of dollars working for a billion dollar company. They obviously have a say, and for them to, uh, you know, just try to take away that by just saying like just shut up and play. It kind of, you know, it it. Offers no empathy towards uh like their cause really, and and at the end of the day, it's a peaceful protest. It's very mm-hmm. no peaceful. Uh, it's not impeding traffic. You know, it's not. It's it really harms zero people. And for me, a uh, former service member, like I can tell you, sometimes when I hear that the national anthem is about to start every morning at eight, I'm sometimes I run for a building. Cause like I don't want to be bothered to stand for this thing every time it happens, you know. So and, what? Like, does that make me less American? No, it's just like just kind of like it's ridiculous even think it does. Yeah. Right. But at the end of the day, it's a symbol. Right. A sim- Like, what is more important, one human life or a symbol, a piece of fabric? Right. Life, honestly. Like, if so, if you saw like if you go into a burning room. And he saw a flag, and he saw a child. Which one would you uh, take out? The child, right? 
exactly so these people are protesting the the taking of human lives like that is a noble cause and for them to take that away by saying shut up and play is an insult yeah i think it's hard to keep the rest of the world on the same topic that's actually being opposed from whereas colin kaepernick had called for a reform as far as uh cops killing um black men in this country he's bringing awareness and so for that he became abolished almost immediately and what's funny is i say immediately when everyone noticed whereas colin kaepernick was kneeling during the anthem weeks prior to when everyone realized yo what's he doing over there on the field is he kneeling yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's. For it me, had to be so, pointed out for sure. It had to be. It had to be, or else nobody else would have noticed. And why wouldn't anybody else have noticed? You know, because it didn't. Know, hot it news. didn't necessarily offend anyone until they realized that guy's not standing along with all of us out here. And that's yeah. where. That's where, you know, I find myself wondering um, what does it mean to me, you know, personally? Where where does this fall in line with um, my beliefs of my people? And quite frankly, I don't know about you guys, but what you eat doesn't make me shit. And so for that matter, I'm 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 actually opposed to what anybody else believes honestly because i have my own beliefs and that's the that's the strength of this free world that we live in dami you know america we have freedoms you know yeah i just i was just curious to see how you guys you know being that you guys served I just what about you wondering how you talking about oh, me what do you uh what do you think as far as um, you know, looking, you know, outside looking in, you know, the NFL isn't actually savvy to um, its outside entities, right? Like it has its main core of fans that it uh, markets towards and it's the, you know, um, it's the football loving fans. But as far as people who don't necessarily need to watch football all the time, what does it look like to you um, as far as, you know, I mean, I get the, players? I get the importance of the flag, obviously, because it's just, you know, it's it's the flag of the country, it's representation or whatever. But I, the part I don't get is the, you know, obviously the players getting so much shit for for the protests and doing the national anthem. And when I remember when we were playing soccer, you had to take your hat off during the night. It's almost like they don't nitpick at the other things that you don't have to do, but. It's because, and I think people were saying that people sat before the national anthem, but I think it's because he's actually, I guess it's because it's protesting for something. It makes people look at it a little deeper. Because like you guys were saying, what if at first, when they first saw it, they didn't know he was protesting per se, you know, someone could have, could have just been like, oh, he's just down. You, you get what I'm trying to say? Like he's just down there, but then once they, not yeah, just for whatever reason, it just didn't pay in any mind because. If you think about it, think how many people do things you're not supposed to be doing, mm-hmm. the national anthem, but you're not really 
But imagine if somebody says, like, I'm doing this for this particular purpose. Mm. You kind of pay more attention to right. it. And then the way you then relate to it, is, I guess, is how you feel about it. And people that felt what he was going through or what he was talking about felt like, you know what, yeah, I'm with that. Because people weren't, like you said, I don't think from both sides people were paying attention at first. I don't think right. anybody that was even for it was going, oh, he's protesting. But once you kind of figure out what they're doing it for, I think that's when it became like a whole thing. But you know, I'm just, I'm just really confused. These people are raising kids, man. Like, what do you want your kids to, how do you want them to feel if you're getting mad at somebody for like literally peacefully? And you got these motherfuckers that were marching through Charlottesville. Like, you know what I mean? Like, doing it. But you got a guy that's literally not armed with exactly. anybody, just like popping the knee, just saying, like, yo. Shit's mad fucked up. But that's the thing that I think America, when problem hits, they, everything gets done to distract everything from face from actually facing, like, what the actual issue is. They're going to just go at every other thing that's around it. And then, you know, it's kind of just... At the end of the day, everybody's just saying, well... Because I saw this video of this... Uh, actually, no, I'm, I'll get off topic. But I do feel that uh, people should not be given... But you know, people just bring up the whole, uh, you know, people died for that flag, and I'm like, that's also that's also true. But another true statement is the fucked up shit that's going on, and this is what the country was built on. You know, freedom of speech and you being able to, to practice your, you can protest, or you can do, you know, if if you're gonna do that, you gotta keep people just gotta keep the same energy. If you're gonna be that guy, be that fucking guy across the board. Then don't just pick at, you know, what I mean, like be that asshole that, across the board. Don't just do it. At the NFL players, that are pro- I just think it's a waste of energy, honestly. But it's like you have to pick and choose. If you're not for it, then you're against the country, against the flag. You're not American, and it gets yeah, it's, it's all a, weird. It's really, it's really almost indecent the way that um, we as Americans will take someone's message and portray it the way that we've received it, rather than the way that it was. Um, it was said, um, you know, we'll, we'll go ahead and take, you know, what's, what's going on with, um, with the message that was that Colin Kaepernick had, had believed in, which was, you know, like I said, prior, um, to, you know, uh, cops killing young black men or actually just young black people in general in the, in America, um, and then we go ahead and, and parse that into our own beliefs, which was, well, he's kneeling during the national anthem. And to me, this is what the national anthem stands for. It's those men and women that fight for our country. So Colin Kaepernick hates those people that fight for our country. That's what it's all about. Yeah, it's, uh, it's just, ridiculous. There's no, there's no place in this world for that type of hatred to be opposed with Dami. I mean, yeah, I, I just, I guess it's just the, the military ties into the national anthem and the flag. And I think obviously there's no way to disconnect that, but if it was somehow actually that probably doesn't make a lot of sense, but I just think there's just the attachment of the military. And then you start thinking about what, you know, cause everybody goes, I have a brother that's sir, you know, I have, you know what I mean? And people have lost people in, and, you know, in the military. So, they get that attachment too, but I'm like, the person is not protesting any of that. Like, not your family member that died, not the soldiers that fell. Like, everybody feels for that, man, because they're defending the whole country. People are I, giving their life, you know what I mean? So it's like, it's not 
person. People just taking it personal is what I feel like. Right. And I'm like, they why? They're it's taking not it a, It's not a personal, personal attack. When it has nothing like, to do with you. Exactly. It's literally got nothing. You can just not do anything. But, like, but, yeah, I don't know. What were you about to say, Christian? I'm not there. I cut you off. No, it's just like, yo, if you're really mad about kneeling because you care about the vets, like, are you going to homeless vet centers? Like, are you right. going to the VA? Like, are you mm. laying flowers at, like, vets? Let them know. No, no, it's because this, this tweet about you it is more important. You support yeah. America. You want to say you support the troops. Right. Like, are you staying in care packages overseas to Afghanistan? Never. Like, don't talk no. to me unless you, like, some card carry fucking like people probably t- people probably tweeting about how they're you know about all that stuff as they're by a guy with a sign that says vet almost vet needing some you know what yeah. I mean? like people are probably but let's say even if the guy wasn't a vet book it's just the point is you're totally right people are not right. practicing what they preach it's just more about making a scene like just making a show like um this on that but they definitely are not it's it's so short-minded, like, the way that, that you guys are talking about these people end up reacting. Um, it's not so much as a way to um, uh, actually, like, take into effect of what's actually going on around them. What they end up doing is going straight for what they believe in and then leaving it all alone in the end. Because, like you said, these people actively aren't actually out there in the community making a difference. They're mainly just being angry for their own personal reasons or beliefs. Um, What made me actually angry as a service member in my own mind was noticing when people were out there um, kneeling, there was people in the crowds that were booing the people who were kneeling during the national anthem. Yeah, it's because they're doing it for a good cause. How could they're you they're for believe that idiot. someone is kneeling for the wrong reasons and booing these people while the national anthem is taking place that to me is so violating yeah it's just, it's just cuz they believe yeah they're doing it for a better reason that so they're not even paying attention to the right. fact that they're also not but it's, none it's of that is fair self righteousness none of it is fair there's no way to parse these things without looking on the other side and believing that, hey, I'm doing the right thing. When in reality, I can look at you from the other side and be like, what are you doing? You're you're opening your mouth during the national anthem and booing during the song. What's what's wrong with you, man? Like, I I and 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 I and that's all I'd like to say about that topic, but. Um. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah you guys got some fire. You got you guys are pulling the fire out of me. Actually, at this point, I wasn't expecting that. Um, we had a lot to say, man. Yeah, man. Roseanne Barr. Uh, don't take Ambien, uh, or else you become racist. And um, <laughs> <laughs> yo, like a tag of the week. Take Ambien right before you go to an NFL game. It's Fire. Lit. Actually, you probably your head will probably fucking explode. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, so, anyways, yo, thanks for listening. This is the Faded Back Podcast. Yo, catch us anytime. We're available to y'all. Um, we're gonna be rolling out some new things. 
Um, I'd like to go ahead and, and send a few segments out there. Um, in the near future, we got the Faded Football podcast coming up soon um, with me, Dami, and Justin. So we'll be, we'll be previewing the World Cup coming up soon in the next couple weeks, actually, in June. Right, Dami? We got yeah, the World Cup. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, you know, look out for that. Um, you don't find a lot of soccer podcasts out there, um, but go ahead and, you know, subscribe to us using Apple Podcasts or Anchor. Um, if you're missing us out on Anchor, if you're going straight to Apple, just understand this. We got real music actually playing during the Anchor Podcast, so go ahead, download the app, subscribe to the Faded Back Podcast. Yo, and also check us out, www.faded response.com f-a-y-d-e-d response.com we got some merch out there. out there if you guys want to go ahead and 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 uh hit us up uh my name's nico at peanut butter boy, boy. on twitter uh donnie go ahead what's your hashtag uh or, for, or for, your handle for I'm... everybody out there on twitter to go ahead and follow uh d-a-m-m-s underscore Damn, I almost forgot. I don't, but yeah, Dom's underscore. I'm Dom's reading what underscore. Christian said. On Twitter, Christian, where can we find you at? <laughs> All right, my Twitter is uh, at C2CasiPlay. That's C, number two, C-A-S-I-P-L-E. Yes, you hear it here first, folks. This has been the Faded Back Podcast. Thanks for listening. Yo, I can't wait to hit y'all back up with the next with the next podcast coming out this weekend, yo. Yo, Justin, or actually, Justin will be on the next one. Christian, Dami, it's been a pleasure, y'all. Yo. Hey, man. Have a good one, bro. Y'all, All right, good. later, guys. Peace. Peace out.